1: Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show with DJ Rock Lobster.
2: Okay, now listen. Appreciate
1: you listening.
2: I just watched the trailer for Home Sweet Home Alone. We can listen to it together. Okay. I gotta tell you, um, I, I couldn't totally figure out, is this a reboot? Mm. Is this a, a, a sequel? Because mm-hmm. there are parts of it that appear to be like a shot for shot Reshoot of what was already done in the original Home Alone. Okay, uh, there's a very funny guy, Pete. What's his name? Pete Holmes. Who you uh, like?
1: Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Ellie Kemper great. is in it. Ellie Kemper appears to be one of the thieves. One of the the robbers oh, who break I really, into I like the that. house. There's this little British boy who we don't really know much about. Who is sort of like the new Kevin McAllister, so to speak. Also, Buzz. Remember Buzz, Kevin's older brother. Who had the tarantula, which played a pivotal role in the original Home Alone. Buzz is now a cop, and uh you see that it actually isn't just the actor who they're giving a kiss to and saying, Hey, you can come back and be in this movie. They do a tight shot on his on his name tag and it says McAllister. So that's why I'm just saying that because I can't figure out is this a reboot? Is this a sequel? Is this just a, I don't I don't totally know hmm. but it does seem pretty Enjoyable. Okay, good. Want to watch it together? Uh, We're gonna watch some of it, whether you want to or not. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Twas the night before Christmas vacation, and the fun was in full
0: swing. You've
2: split our family onto two separate flights. Mom, Cats, please.
0: The family left for their big vacation.
2: Is that everyone? The cars are leaving now.
0: But forgot one little thing. Mom, Dad. Uncle Blake, they don't even know I'm here. They don't even know I'm here. My Hmm. mom and dad have gone to Tokyo. I'm totally on my own. You do realize that my
1: 10 year old son is at home by himself. You just assumed Max was on the other flight.
0: We
2: didn't take a census. We got reports (laughs) of suspicious people around 36 Lincoln Ave. I can't go to jail, honey. I wouldn't last 30 seconds in gen pop. It's where fresh fish get got.
0: Nobody here <laughs> is getting gut.
2: And we're criminals.
0: I don't think so. This is my
2: house. I oh, have I to think. defend it. Orange stripe center pocket. <laughs> Ooh. That did not sound right.
0: Huh.
2: It, yeah. looks yeah. it, it looks cute. It does look fun. I, it's I think it's interesting I'm dig this.
0: how they
1: mix like the mom and the kid have British accents, the dad is American.
2: I'm not totally sure what's going on here. Yeah. And I also, again, can't figure out if this is intended to be like a, a remake or a reboot. I, I don't know. It looks like a reboot. But they're doing a lot of like similar callbacks okay, it's, it's to the original. It's a remake.
1: Doesn't it seem like a remake? Because the same things are happening, just with a different cast.
2: But then, uh-huh. like, why is Buzz in there? Is McAllister? Is that just a callback just for us to enjoy? Like an Easter egg kind maybe, of thing? Maybe. Maybe mm. it's just for the fan. Anyway, it comes out November 12th.
0: The kid uh, is from... Did you guys see Jojo Rabbit? Yes. He was kind of like that. Oh, a, yes. Uh, oh. A kid, cute kind of... That was a really good movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought he was from Mighty Ducks.
0: I don't think so.
2: Not you know, this. I think, I, think I dig this. It looks good. It looks cozy. Looks really like cozy in how it's yeah. shot. Yeah, I uh, and I like Pete Holmes. I like Ellie Kemper. The little kid seems cool.
1: I love Pete Holmes. I he's think a, I'm gonna do this. He's a actor. Yeah. All right, you do it, Steve.
2: All and right. Then, again, this is a
0: movie, not a, a show. It's
2: a movie, not a show. It's going to be on Disney Plus, and it will also. Uh, I think it's going to be in theaters as well. But November 12th, it'll be mm. on Disney+. Plus.
1: Okay, thanks. All, All right, let's talk know. about Will Smith.
2: Will Smith is talking to GQ. So he's got King Richard coming out, where he plays the father of Venus and Serena Williams. And a lot of folks are wondering if he's going to be getting some more Oscar consideration uh, like he has before in his career. So he was talking with them. He's doing popping up in a lot of press right now. He mentioned what he thinks is his best movie, there was a two-way tie, and his worst movie. We will play this as a guessing game.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: Start with the best. Two-way tie.
1: Okay. Ali. Oh, it's a two-way tie? Two-way oh, tie. Ali's a good I guess. Know. I was going to go with Concussion.
2: Okay. And Your both degrees.
1: Or the one with his kid, Happiness.
2: Hmm. You're getting a half that's credit a, there, Donna. That's a yeah. good
1: one.
2: Um, he said, for the best movie, Will Smith... I think it's a tie between The Pursuit of Happiness and The First Men in Black. Mm.
1: Okay. He said for
2: different reasons, those are two almost perfect movies.
1: Okay. I would say his worst movie, uh, I'm, I don't watch a whole lot of his movies, but how about that Hitch? Hitch that's what I was going to yeah.
2: say. All right. Hitch with uh, Kevin James. Yeah. No, not Hitch. Not Hitch. This was a uh, a movie that came out Wild in- Wild West? Yes. Oh. Rocco. Wow, Wow West came out in 1999, and in that movie, he and Kevin Kline uh, starred as two U.S. Secret Service agents working together to protect President Ulysses S. Grant in the American West.
0: Mm. People hated that movie.
2: Yeah, it yeah. did not do well. Although the song, not bad. Wow, Wow West. That's, <laughs> a well, That's a
1: good one. It's a good
2: one. He said his best song that he ever made, Will Smith, was Summertime.
1: Okay. That's a good song. Drums, please. Does he? Does he do? Parents just don't understand, or is that? No, that's yep. the Beastie Boys. No, is no, it? No,
0: no, that's him. You're thinking of oh, fight, fight for, for your right, right, to, right to party. party. Yeah. You're right.
2: Similar yeah. themes, right? Right. Um,
1: Down with the parental unit. <laughs> yeah, mm. Parents are dumb. Yeah, parents
2: yeah. Suck. I hate parents. What? What?
1: No. Eleven eleven, make a wish, everybody. Yay. And uh don't forget October is breast cancer awareness month. And we want you to buddy up for breast cancer because no one should fight it alone. Uh, we've teamed up with Southern Lights. We love those guys. And your mammography experts at Health Partners, Park Nicollet, Uh, make this the month to remember to schedule your mammogram
2: yeah get them if you haven't already we know it's not their favorite thing to schedule but to schedule it it is just so important tell your buddies to do the same you can find a list of uh resources you can learn more mytalk1071.com your keyword is awareness
1: uh we have a study coming up uh buddy on um well we've got a couple of things yes you've got things that dogs shouldn't eat some of them are obvious at least to us humans. Sure, yeah. Uh, what else do we have? We have a we have, study on fitness.
2: Yeah, about where, where does Minnesota rank in most physically active residents. And I think this is a real problem. It was depressing to read that only 2% of adults know how to do this. Only 2%. You're wow. pretty happy about it, Donna. I bet I am. We'll get into it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. My <gasps> Talk.
1: It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 everything entertainment. We are joined by producer DJ Rock Lobster. And don't forget, coming up at 1130, we're going to be taking your confessions. Real easy one, or, you know, an old good old standby.
2: What's the worst gift you've ever received? You can be anonymous. You don't have to uh, mention your name. If you want to email us, Donna and Steve show at mytalk 1071com you can. We won't even, we'll just do all fake names. Actually, on Facebook, you already made it public. Mm. You put your name out there on the public channels.
1: Mm, That's right.
2: I have one that immediately comes to mind. Um, I'll feel bad saying it, but I'll tell it. I'll tell the story.
1: All right. I'm very excited to hear that. Uh, that is coming up, but first, we need to be buddies. We need to do a study. Studies have shown that. Medica- studies have shown that the microbial. Several long
0: term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hey,
2: you know, I read hey. this, and hey, Donna, um, mm-hmm. I think that this is a bummer. You're probably going to love it. You hope that we become extinct, this people group. <laughs> Only 2% of people can perform a decent magic trick. This in a new poll. Only 2% of adults said that they know a good magic trick. Another 16% Mm -hmm. say they know a magic trick, but said it wasn't very good. And a whopping 78% of people said they don't know any magic tricks. And that's a bummer.
1: And 100% of those surveyed don't care.
2: Donna, what? you have always been, even though you are physically attracted to Chris Angel, who looks like he's wearing a costume to be a magician.
1: <laughs> he looks like a vampire.
2: Um, like and- he
1: would be in uh, that movie about vampires with Kiefer Sutherland. What is that called? Lost Boys. Thank you.
2: You always talk down about the dark arts that is illusion and magic, and that's a bummer. First of all, I know a couple tricks. No one ever asked to see them. Hmm. There's nothing better. I have than watched... somebody at a party who says, "You want to see a car trick? That's
1: great. That's, That's instantly when my entertaining." And I just look at each other and roll our eyes and go, "Here we go. Come on, no, He's going to hold this hostage for the rest of the night until <laughs> closing time.
2: He's not going to no. He's not going to hold you hostage. He's going to entertain you. You're going to be wowed." You'll probably laugh mid-trick because most magicians and illusionists have good humor.
1: You know who I like to talk to? The people who, when you tell them your birth date, they instantly come up with the day of the week when you tell them the year. Okay. They go, you were born on a Tuesday. Like, instantly. Have you ever met those people?
2: Yeah, I have a friend, Barry.
1: Yeah, they just know. I can say August 14th, 1981. That was a Tuesday. It's incredible. I don't know why I keep saying Tuesday. There are other
2: days. It's like like some of the, the, the incredible powers that you saw in the movie Rain Man. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, listen, I appreciate that as well. That being said, I, I like some good old-fashioned magic. Okay. How about Penn & Teller Fool Us? It's a great show.
1: Yeah, it, it's not my jam.
2: <sighs> Such a bad. in you take don't like so, magic. I
1: could only take so much of it. Like, yes, there is a level of intrigue, but at some point you're going to go, okay, I, I get it. I, yep, got it. Thank you. I guess people are wired differently.
2: Okay, hypothetical.
1: All right, here we go. Listen to this, Rocco. He does this every okay. time. He's going to describe a man.
2: All right, and you guys are really get, getting along wonderfully. Everything—it's just a rata tat tat. You're almost thinking I've never been in a conversation like this before. This feels electric. This is intellectually stimulating. I'm physically attracted to this person. He—he's making me laugh all the time. This is wonderful. And then he says, "I want to show you something." And out from under the table, he pulls. A briefcase okay. that in it houses some seventy-five different tricks that he loves to do at little dinner parties, gatherings, a, a graduation party, etc. Mm-hmm. And he asks if you wouldn't mind helping him out the next day and being his no, magician's I'd assistant. i say
1: no, but I'll give you the number of somebody who'd be willing to put on a dress to be part of a magic show. <laughs>
2: Rocco, you got to like the dark arts, man.
0: Uh, I'm into it, yeah. Hmm? Uh, you know, but I I don't really like the Chris Angel sort of eh, sexy, creepy magic. <laughs> but I do like I some front teller. <laughs> you guys.
2: What do you have Donna? Uh, I'm all bummed out over here.
1: Oh, so I was going to tell you, you're not going to like this either. That 39% of American adults say they work out Zero times per week.
2: Oh, no. That's a
1: high number.
2: That's not a good thing.
1: So they defined working out as going to the gym, biking, jogging, any moderate to intense physical activity for at least 20 minutes. And they did this survey last month. So, but it wasn't specifically about COVID 19 or changes in behavior. It's just asking people if they are currently exercising. Oh, Uh, let's see here. The states, they also came with a list of the states with the least active residents. Okay. And number one on that list.
2: Uh, wait, let me guess. Least active. It's probably going to be a cold state. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say Wisconsin. Wow.
1: See, I immediately went to fat states. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all
2: of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun
2: never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> so <laughs> hang on one second. Which of the union do you, in your head, think of as fat states? Say a few of them out loud.
1: Mississippi. Okay. Um, I was thinking Texas because there's a lot of like fat
2: barbecues. people according to you. They're no, not
1: necessarily fat people, but they always come on the list of least healthy. Uh. Like West Virginia. I was thinking I only got Mississippi right. Mississippi is the least active uh residents, followed by Tennessee, Indiana, Illinois and Kansas. See Kansas and the barbecue. Mm. The most active, Minnesota. Yeah. Really? Whoop, 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 yep. Then California, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Wow. And Colorado.
2: You know what? I'll tell you this. Uh, I was at the gym early this morning, 6 a.m. I was not alone. I was amazed.
1: Oh, yeah. A for me, it was words. an event. It was a right. whole
2: thing I had to prepare for and just lay my stuff out. I, I these people were getting after it, man. There were people leaving the gym when I got there. That's awesome unbelievable. Yeah. I guess I, I I buy that. You know
1: and some people work overnights and maybe go to the gym after work.
2: Someday we'll get a few drinks and Donna and have her list all of the fat states or maybe she <laughs> could rank the United States from fattest to fittest.
1: No. there we go oh man I chose my words very poorly
2: when we come back uh, we'll get into the confessional no judgment for you Donna no judgment in the confessional okay. answer this question what's the worst gift you ever received give us a call 651-641-1071.
1: hey guys thanks for listening to our show the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's 11.30. It is Tuesday, and that means we do this. I have a
0: bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. girl, girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. My On My Talk 1071. Hey, bro.
2: Hey, buddy. There's going? some funny ones, man. Funny ones. Our confession question today is: What's the worst gift that you've ever received? We got some good ones on Facebook that we will uh, get to. I'll tell you this: We, Lou and I, I'll get us started. Lou, one of Lou's sisters, got us this. It was art, I guess, and it was. <laughs> Uh, like a hand, like a, it looked like a hand. It was probably, I don't know if it was copper or brass or gold or whatever, but it was this, this hand and the fingers were just sort of like, I don't know, just kind of like this. So if you get a picture, all the fingers are sticking up in the air. Oh and it yeah, was that's meant like to popular. Be, yeah, it was meant to be. And it was just like wrist up and then the hand. So we just looked at each other like, this is sort of an interesting <laughs> thing. So we put it somewhere and then, and I don't think that I've ever told my sister-in-law this, but... There was a day that I was trying to till up some ground to plant some grass seed <laughs> and we didn't have a rake. And I was like, go grab me that hand. And then we took this piece of art, this human hand and used it cause it had a really long middle finger. And we used it to just till up the hard soil so that we could get grass seed oh, down.
1: Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Sorry. What color was it?
2: It was like uh, it was somewhere between like a silver and a bronze sort of a color.
1: See, and I would have used that to put rings on.
2: Maybe, maybe that's <laughs> what it was for,
1: or just a decorative piece. If you were a big fan of the Adams family,
2: sure, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Was right. that where Thing was from, Rocco? Thing Thing, yes yeah not the monsters yeah
0: sometimes I have to think about those things through but yeah oh that is
1: so funny Steve Uh, we do have an email here okay oh wow we have quite a few I was looking for the one it's so funny I have to just give me a second
2: so you can read some emails I'll read some Facebook okay you start with Facebook
1: and I'll try to find the one I'm intending to read
2: I like this one from Lindsay what's the worst gift you ever received she said it's a toss up my dad saved my baby teeth and then gave them to me for Christmas when I was in my 20s. Could you imagine? You're 25. Dad gets you a present. It's all of your human teeth from when you were a child. (laughs) Whoa. Serial killer vibes.
1: Yeah. Okay, Uh, here's the email from Karen. Uh, Received a weed whip for Mother's Day. (laughs) He received a carpet sweeper for Father's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Payback's a B. Let's
2: see here. Um... One year, let's, oh, where's that one that I just had? Gosh, oh, this is good. Julie said, I was once into lighthouses for my home decor. Hmm. So then for Christmas, I was gifted a dicky turtleneck with a small embroidered lighthouse on it. <laughs> hmm. You know, dicky turtlenecks, are that, those are tough to smile through if someone gets you a dicky <laughs> for a present. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. what is
2: this, a dicky? You didn't buy the rest of just the top part? Okay. Thank you. Has anybody I I gotta... seen
0: a dicky in real life, or is it just a thing we make jokes about? It's like
1: an ascot, know, isn't but... an, Oh, a Dickie is like the little, it's mock like f- turtleneck. Mock... Yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying,
0: like in your life, have you ever?
1: Absolutely,
0: I've never. Really
1: Absolutely, seen in the wild, I definitely have.
0: I have. Can you, you elaborate?
1: <laughs> well, they they make some really nice white. Yeah, I've seen them. Okay. I mean, is it,
0: was it for a I'm sure a lady? my sister owned was it a one. lady
1: dicky. It was a lady dickie. Oh. <laughs> what licky. does that
2: mean? Is it...
1: <laughs> it was a licky. A licky?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Meaning it covered what it needed to cover? It was appropriate? You could wear it to the store?
1: Well, it's just all it is is it's like a, a piece fake of turtleneck. you just put yeah. your head through the hole and it just comes up to your your But I
2: thought chest. if it was a lady dicky, maybe it would come down just a little bit lower. So, you so that just... you could go to Coachella in it. Yeah. Co- your Coachella Lady Dickie. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like Little Dickie would be performing at Coachella.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys.
2: Uh, Pam said, worst present she ever got, a large ceramic rooster for my wedding. I did not register for any ceramic <laughs> farm animals.
1: <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, our friend Stacy said, hello. When I was in my late 20s, early 30s, my mother-in-law bought me the weirdest accordion. Oh, accordion-like crinkled fabric shirt that supposedly stretched out when you wore it. To go along with it, she gave me an outrageous green rock candy-looking necklace with a very large spoon-holder-looking blown (laughs) glass pendant. She was so excited to let me know that they were all the rage at her mother's nursing home gift shop.
2: Oh, (laughs) jeez.
1: That's
2: funny. Melissa says the worst gift she ever got you remember those bodysuits that would snap under the crotch?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were very popular.
2: Well, she got one from her grandmother who purchased it from a garage sale. Oh, no. To which she said, yeah, I know that, Love you dearly, but oh, my.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, this is good. I, here's just here's how husbands think. And I feel this guy. I see this guy. Catherine said, the worst gift I ever got, a padded toilet seat. <laughs> it was from my husband. It was for my birthday. The backstory, his mother had one at her house. And every time I used it, I would comment about how comfy the toilet seat was. My husband thought I would love it. I'm with the husband there. Mm. I'd be like, you always talk about it. You always say you never pick up on my hints. I did. Here, sit down. Guys, okay. Okay.
1: I, unless you are specifically told, I really want this vacuum cleaner or this mixer or this kitchen appliance, maybe get some diamond stud earrings. Thank
0: you.
2: Molly said you probably won't like this either. Her first husband got her a set of yard lights for their first anniversary Mm. because she complimented the neighbor's yard. And so he was like, oh, I'll get you some lights.
1: That's something that you just get, not for an occasion. Okay, you not just like come, an anniversary. You just come home and go, here, honey, I have a present for you. That's okay. thoughtful.
2: Um, oh, my, my God. Tracy said my husband bought me an anti-barking collar. It was for my dog, but he wrapped it up for me.
1: Yeah, not cool. How about uh Carol. Sent an email and said, My twin sister and I received a welcome back cotter dress for our 13th birthday. It said, Sweat Hogs Stick Together.
2: Oh, my. On the mm.
1: bodice and had a cartoon caricature of Vinnie Barberino, uh, Barberino Horseshack, <laughs> Mr. Cotter. Uh, yikes, we were too embarrassed to wear it. Um, Vinnie Barberino, played by. John Travolta. Correct.
2: Here's one,
0: Mister
1: Carter. (laughs) What's the
2: worst gift you ever received, Uh, Krista says?
1: Ooh, 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 ooh. Say it. No, I don't know. Uh, It is Mister Carter.
2: My mom gave me a crock pot cookbook for Christmas. I didn't own a crock pot. She didn't own a crock pot, and I lived with her. That's funny. Nancy got a sweater that smelled like the giver's perfume.
1: Oh, no. Rude.
2: What is this, a cotton poly blend, or is it soft because you've worn it for nine years? Right. Which is it, Carol?
1: Wow. Carol.
2: This is good. Um, We also (laughs) once got my mother a, for Mother's Day, we went up to Irene's Floral in Springdale, Pennsylvania, And we were looking around. and Of course, they have a lot of flowers there. But we were like, look at that cross. We went to church all the time. Mom sang in the choir. So we got her this cross with like a stake in it. Like, I think you could like, I believe you could like put it in the ground or or rest it. Point is, it was a, uh, we did not know this. It was a cross that you would put next to a gravestone. Oh, no. Like a headstone. And she just accepted it with open arms and loved it so much as we got her a funeral cross. So Mother's with Day. flowers? We didn't get flowers. we just got the the cross. The, cro- the cross. Okay. I don't it. know if it maybe had a little accoutrement of some flowers around it, but it sounded like we said, "Get the cross and a dozen roses, please
1: Well, you' were young you were young, right? This wasn't like last year.
2: Yeah, we were young. <laughs> yeah, no, you I... don't
1: know. I mean, you, you live, you learn. I got a belt once from two coworkers.: Oh. I also got a monkey candle. I have no idea. Oh, no. I, it's not that I was into monkeys or anything. And he had like a fez hat on. Oh. Like he was part of the Shriners.
2: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. My grandfather used to be a part of the Shriners. Go to the Shriners Circus, yes. man. They'd go around on those little motorcycles. That was awesome. Speaking of bad gifts, I uh, bought my mom and dad a juice cleanse. It arrives right. tonight. Okay. And, uh, I can't they're...
1: believe you're torturing them with that.
2: No, I just said, listen, if you guys want this, I'll I'll get it for you. I'll send it to you, and I'll do it with you out of solidarity. So I'm going to order it today and um, do it again just to be with them.
1: Okay, that's very sweet, Steve.
2: Whatever, but they're probably going to hate it.
1: Rocco ever get a bad gift?
0: No, never. My wife always buys me great gifts.
2: None of your shirts have been <laughs> gifts?
0: My wife did once buy me, um, she's like, oh, I didn't finish it in time. I was going like, to um, needlepoint this Prince uh, thing oh. for you. Oh. So here's a half-finished uh, Prince needlepoint thing, <laughs> and, then never, and then proceeded to never, ever finish oh, it. No. Oh, no. that's funny. So I'll say that's a bad one. Sorry, wife. That's funny. Wow.
2: Do you say your wife's name, or do you keep it not public?
0: Oh, I think I do. It's uh, Meg, M E G. That's a is that name. on her
2: birth certificate, no, or is she a M- Margaret, Megan? which I call? Oh, I kind of call her.
0: I kind of call her old-fashioned names for for kicks. I call her Peggy, Margaret, or I call her Mother. You know, like kind of oh, like yeah. um uh, Vice President. Pence Ew, or whatever.
1: That's Honestly, weird. I have a <laughs> Just say it. My brother-in-law. I have heard him reference my sister in my presence as Mother. Yeah. Mother would you, mother would you get me another beverage? I just oh, do it to boy. be
0: funny. It reminds me of my grandparents because I think that's what they did. You know, ew. I think so. I, it's funny. We we have a lot of laughs.
2: Is but, it weird if I just when I see Lou I just get up close to her and say, "What you want, Papa? I'll get you." <laughs> yes. All right, that's a joke. I don't do that. Shout out to my brother in law Dave. Does do that to real people. What you want, Papa? I'll get you.
0: I used to do something similar. Like if I gave somebody a dollar, I'd say like, let Big Daddy take care of you. Tonight. Yeah, I
2: like saying that. <laughs> I call myself Pappy, Pap, Pap, Poppy. <laughs> yeah. I nicknamed myself in high school Big Daddy. Yeah. Eighth dude. grade, Eighth grade. The English teacher said, write down your nickname. I'll call you that during the school year. I had no nicknames. I thought, well, this seems like a, an opportunity. <laughs> I was Big Daddy to Mr. Federline from eighth through twelfth grade. <laughs> Big Daddy.
1: Oh, Lord. Yes? that's terrible, Steve. That's awesome. Anyway, thank you for all your responses. We appreciate you, and we don't judge you.
2: That is absolutely right. All is absolved. Uh, This concludes the confessional. When we return, more good things come in your way. Listen, there's a 72-year-old husband out there who just put every husband to shame in how he served his wife. Is it too much, though? Is it too much? Hmm. We'll tell you what he did to their house which gives her any view she wants any time of the day. That story, mm. when we come back Ooh. on the Donna and Steve Experience on My Dark.
1: Good morning! This is the Donna and Steve Experience, the final stretch of the show on mm. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Yeah. BJ Rock Lobster's here too! Clap, bang, bang. clap,
2: clap, 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 <laughs> um, I got a i got to link this up. This okay. is, you have to see this. There was a guy, 72, by the way, 72 years old, who nice. built a rotating house so that his wife would have a changing view. Imagine a house, imagine it up on a raised foundation, and then on some kind of a lazy Susan. If you set it too slow, it'll take 24 hours and slowly turn as the day goes on, changing your view from morning sun up till sundown. If you really need to shift the view because you hear there's a rainbow out of the other side of the window or the other side of the house, it can do a full turn in as little as 22 seconds.
1: What? That does not sound safe. safe.
2: I don't think so either, Donna. N- mm, that
1: sounds I don't like, like a ride so. at I know. Like Disney World.
2: They kind of want to go on it, right?
1: Mm, Rotating house. Come on. I don't know. It sounds like they're doing something bad to the foundation or something.
2: Yeah, well, it's a weird foundation. But he did this, I mean, at 72. It's it's just incredible to me. Mm -hmm. It's just incredible. It's just... Wouldn't you like to be in a house? Like, you live the life of privilege, Donna. So if you were in your house, multi-level as it is, and you thought, oh, I wish I could see the sunset right now, but I'm already laying on the couch. Zzz, <laughs> the house starts to turn. It's a pretty cool concept.
1: Yeah. You know, isn't there a restaurant in Bloomington that does that? Or there's like windows on the, of the world?
0: I know there's that one that in New tape. York.
2: Yeah. Which yeah. I always wanted to go into when I was a kid. Just thought it would have been so exciting. I
0: think there used to be one at the top of, like, this downtown St. Paul Radisson.
2: Oh. But I don't
0: think it does anymore.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. Uh,
1: that's neat. Um, I, I think it's interesting that you're like, he's 72. Like, he's 102. Well,
2: Donna. <laughs> what? He sneezes. Oh. It's not like he hung a picture. He built a rotating house for his wife. he's probably an
1: architect or an engineer of some sort. And the older you get, the more you know how to do things, right? I would trust this guy more than I trust someone your
2: age doing it. Hey, okay, (laughs) reverse ageism, lawsuit, HR. Hmm. I am halfway to his age, more or less. Hmm. Halfway to 74.
1: Wow, don't do that. I don't like
2: that. You want me to do your half? No, no, I do not. No, I do not. Thank you very <laughs> much. No, I do not. Rocco, you're you're halfway to 98, bro. That's so 96. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're 48, right? No I'm, yeah, no, I'm 49. Yeah, halfway to 98, man.
1: Let's go to the phones. Oh,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. want a guten tag?
1: Yeah, let's okay, go to the
2: <clears clears throat> <throat> Hi, Guten Tag. You're on the Don and Steve show. Who this?
1: Hi, this is Lisa.
2: Hey, Lily. How are you? Hi,
1: I'm good. That's my dad calls me. Lily.
2: Oh, how uh-huh. wonderful. Well, what's on your heart today?
1: There was a restaurant in top of the IDS called the Orion Room.
2: Maybe and that's it. I think
1: that yep. circled around. I
0: nice. went there. I don't remember it circling, but you definitely had a nice view. I remember those days.
1: Well, and there was one in Detroit at the Renaissance um, Hotel, and that did spin around in Detroit, Michigan, for sure. Oh, okay. All right. yeah, that was pretty cool, but it went really, really slow. And if it went like 20 minutes, I'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. He said twenty-two, 22 seconds. seconds.
0: What? I
2: think I that's. A... Oh my
1: god. That's, oh, oh, that's even worse. That's a misprint. It has to be, Steve.
2: No, I don't think so.
1: Have you seen a photo of this? Guy's? Well, this.
0: the yeah. Point of this guy, he just wants to give his wife a different view. He doesn't want to have her be like enjoying fine dining while doing it. Right. I know, yeah. but she
1: doesn't need to have it in twenty-two seconds. When the house can make a right full. Away.
2: Listen to this. The house can make a full circle for twenty-four hours when it's at its slowest speed. While at the fastest spinning, it can make a full circle in 22 seconds. This is from the New York Post. Linked up wow. on the Don and Steve show. show links page if you want to see what this house actually looks like. Hmm. A little bit of a fixer-upper, you know. Uh, I believe it's in Bosnia.
1: Okay. Well, what kind of views are they getting? Is it pretty in Bosnia? Yeah, like
2: you can see the river at one point. Uh, Bye, Lisa. We can let you go now. We don't want to waste your minutes. Thank you. Guess who we
0: have, though? We have uh, Jan. She was a cocktail waitress at that Radisson restaurant.
1: Oh, tell us what that was like. Hi, Jan. Hi. um, It rotated. The, The whole dining room didn't rotate. The dining room just sat there. And in the middle was the carousel that had bar tables on it. And it rotated once every 45 minutes. So people would say that they got sick, but I think technically you couldn't get sick. But the real kicker there, or I was a cocktail waitress, you know, in a little short skirt. And in the middle of the rotating part was a service bar. So I'd go in and get my drinks, and it did not rotate. So I'd come back out, and my table is gone. because, <laughs> <laughs> And the table numbers were down at the floor, and I'm not bending over in that dress. So I would just walk around with my drinks until somebody yelled, hey, aren't those mine? Oh, that is so <laughs> funny. Thank you for sharing that. Ah, memories. Bye. Bye Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun place to work. Anyway, I digress. Uh, I have a story for you. Okay. There's a new country artist, I guess, and he goes by the name of Connor Smith, and he released a song on Friday called I Hate Alabama. Nice. And people are saying it jinxed the University of Alabama football team because they lost the next day. It was their first loss in 680 days. But listen. What? The song is about a guy from Georgia who got his heart broken by an Alabama girl. So it does it does have a bunch of references to the team
2: yeah
1: uh he says they're the crimson tide their battle mm-hmm. cry is roll tide the school uh is in tuscaloosa uh you want to listen to a little bit of i'd it? like to hear it yeah here's a little bit it's, r- it's really <laughs> sweet. I, I mean relax guys what like that could jinx a whole football game
2: Well, there's no such thing as jinxes.
1: It's not like they're, that's true. It's not like they're cranking it at the stadium.
2: Although, you'd imagine just about every stadium that Alabama goes into now will crank that song, man. Whole crowd will start cheering.
1: Yeah, you're right. But you know what? Rival teams, yeah, will probably start like cranking that to psych them out. Is that an expression? Then you
2: get, yeah, kind of. Then you get 100,000 people at these college games singing that. Uh, herb
1: Well, that ends uh, the today's experience. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll stay a little longer.
2: Uh, It was a pleasure to serve alongside you, Donna, as always. The pleasure was all yours. Rocco, thank you for pushing buttons. Yeah, it was fun. Don pushed buttons in the first hour, and we thank her as well.
1: Yeah, thank you all for calling and listening and communicating with us. Our
2: our signal is 107.1 on the FM dial. Also, you can listen to us on an app, uh, which is a whole lot of fun as well. Don't forget Project Down and Dirty Extreme Sandbox, Minnesota is the location for construction this year. All the details, mytalk1071.com. Keyword, construction.